because these lists are a lot more thought out. I'm not sure how thought out yours is. I guess we'll find out. But I put time into these lists. Although I have to say, well, let's start. Are you a big movie fan? Do you like watching movies? Do enjoy watching movies. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily like a movie fanatic, but occasionally I like to go see what's in the theaters on the weekends every now and then. Okay. So uh, I have to say I never go to the theaters and I had a record for a long time. I was very proud of it. It was that I hadn't seen a movie since the Simpsons movie, which was like in 1999. And whatever year it came out, it was pretty early. I think it was early 2000s, but I broke that for the new Star Wars movie. And I think I feel like I talked about this in another episode, but I don't go to the movies. In fact, I consider the movies to be an antisocial activity. Because you're sitting in silence and I rather go to dinner. I'd rather have a nice conversation, go for a walk. And I feel like a movie is a solitary activity. And it's un- unfortunately not one I like to partake in too often. And so this list is special because these are movies. So actually, why don't you share the topic for us? Is uh, movies that we're ranking from worst to <laughs> to best. <laughs> so it's supposed to be the top 10 guilty pleasure movies. And I guess these are my top 10 favorite movies of all time, but they're more guilty pleasures. I'm not sure if they're the best movies I've ever seen, but there's probably these are probably the movies I've seen the most out of all the movies I've ever seen. Is that true for your list? Yes. Okay, well, that's good. Then. I think we're on the same page. Uh, I am making a change before we even start because one of my items, I feel like I kind of put in the wrong spot, so I'm making a change. My number 10 is becoming my number 7, and my 7 is becoming my number 10. So, <laughs> so the way I went about my list is I thought about my dvd shelf i thought about movies i've seen a lot and movies that and i'm not i don't know how you feel but i was talking to my friend joe who did another episode with me and he was like how many movies you watch over and over again and i'm like you know what i don't watch a lot of movies over and over again there's a couple movies i've seen multiple times and that's kind of how they made my list but most movies i'm kind of like a one and done kind of guy i watch the movie and i'm done are you like a repeat movie watcher Occasionally, if it's um, a movie that I've seen and I wouldn't mind watching it again, I'll I'll watch it, whether that's being streamed on like Hulu or Netflix or actually being watched on TV through cable. Yeah, I would say 95% of all movies I've seen in my life, I've only seen once. But these movies, the average is between five and seven times, maybe more. My number one movie scene, I've seen it probably about 15 times, so... I guess I could even mold this list into be the top 10. We'll say guilty pleasure movies because I think guilty pleasure movies are movies that you've seen a lot and they're guilty pleasures because you keep watching. They're not bad movies, but they're movies that you just like to watch. So let's dive in, I guess. We'll just go right into it. What is your number 10, Nikki? Tell me your number 10. So for number 10, this movie, I was probably about, I think, 19 when I first saw it. It's The Notebook. Hmm. <laughs> And I know a lot of people have their mixed emotions about that movie, but I ended up selecting that movie because I feel like sometimes people in life, whenever they find they call their soulmate or their lifelong partner or whatever, the story isn't always simple. There's so much complexity to it. Events happen. You know, you lose contact with this person or 
uh, you regain in touch with this person. So I was like, oh, because that's kind of what happens in the plot of the movie. I was like, that's interesting. But I wouldn't know. That's why I selected it as my 10. And how many times have you seen The Notebook, roughly? Um, maybe like four or five times. Yeah, I've seen it zero, and I had no desire to see that movie. Sorry. Is that is Manny Moore in it? No, right? Isn't isn't Mandy Moore in the Nicholas Sparks movie? As good as mine. I know that um, that one is Ryan Gosling and um, oh my god, why did my my mind went blank with her name? Rachel McAdams. Not, but I thought Mandy Mandy Moore wasn't a maybe not. I don't know. I'm I'm not a fan of Nicholas Sparks's uh, novels, so it seems natural I wouldn't be a fan of his movies. But interesting choice. Okay. So my number 10, and I'm very confused because I actually deleted an item and I switched three of my, three of my items around before we even started because I cut, this list is kind of taking formation before we begin recording. So my number 10 movie of Guilty Pleasure Movies is Forrest Gump. And I've seen Forrest Gump probably about five or six times. I think it's a good movie. It's pretty epic. I like the music. I like the plot. The acting is pretty good. Tom Hanks is amazing. It's a sad movie, but... I've seen it a lot. I think I gave up my DVD of it, but I wouldn't turn down a viewing of it. Have you seen Forrest Gump, and how do you feel about it? I have, and it's funny because in my junior year of high school for American history, there were, there on the syllabus for the teachers, or yeah, the outline for the class, the teacher had movie days scheduled, and I think for three days we were just watching Forrest Gump. Because we were going to watch the entire movie. I couldn't to this day remember like why <laughs> we were watching it. Something, something. I guess what we were learning in the textbook correlated to the time frame of the movie. But that was like almost 10 years ago. Well, did you know that life is like a box of chocolates and you never know what you're going to get? Yes, I okay. do. <laughs> See, it's a quotable movie. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, oh, I have an honorable mention that I want to mention, and it's What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Have you seen that movie? Was it? It has Leonardo DiCaprio and Johnny Depp. What's the movie called? What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, no, I've never heard of that well, movie. Well, maybe you should see it. It's an excellent movie. Leonardo DiCaprio, Johnny Depp, Juliette Lewis, who I love. Excellent movie. That that would be my number eleven. Anyway, so what is your number nine? Number nine, I went with this movie is kind of recent. Um, the Escape Room. So okay, what I don't know it, what, me what, What's it about? It, it's about these kids that sign up to do this escape room. It's kind of like a a puzzle. You know, you get clues about things to reveal to the next item or, or key to help you get out of that room. So this these group of people actually, they sign up to play in, es- in the escape room, but they think it's just like an average escape room. Little do they know, like this room, this whole event is costing them their lives and whatnot. I like it because it's very action packed. And at the very end, this was the first movie that ever made me feel dizzy after watching it and i remember i got up from the chair 
and I told my friends, I was like, hold on, I need to, I need to lean against this wall and slowly get up these stairs because that's how disoriented I was. And, and that movie just, gave a positive effect to you? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound very fun to me. <laughs> I don't, wow. I don't know if I... If I would have laughed. I'd be like, like, can I have my money back? This movie gave me vertigo, but it's in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. <laughs> it gave me vertigo. I love that. <laughs> well, yeah. well, oh, okay. Interesting choice. All right, moving on. My number nine is, and I have to tell you, like I said, I switched my entire list around. So my numbers 10 through six were 100% different about five minutes ago. And now I'm very confused, but I do know what my number nine is. My number nine is a movie with a good message, and that is Shallow Hell. Have you seen Shallow Hell? I have not. So it has Jack Black, who plays this guy. And I don't remember the whole plot. I've seen it probably about three times. And he, I think something, either he casts a spell, someone casts a spell on him. But everyone he sees, he doesn't see them how they look on the outside. He sees them how they look on the inside. And he falls in love with this girl who's played by Gwyneth Paltrow, who is very heavy. And he falls in love with her because he sees her as, like, how Gwyneth Paltrow looks in real life. And she's beautiful. But... Like her actual appearance, like and you see it in the movie, is that she's a very heavy girl, and she doesn't understand why this good-looking guy is falling in love with her. And it just has a nice message because it teaches you that beauty is only skin deep, and it's also kind of like it's quirky because Jack Black is kind of silly. So it's a good kind of like a feel-good movie. Does that sound appealing to you? It does. I would definitely watch it. Okay, you need to write it down after this. Okay, <laughs> that was that was my number nine, Shallow How. All right. What is your number eight? With my number eight, I went with Marvel's Endgame. <laughs> I, okay, so so far I'm learning about you is that we have almost completely no similar taste in movies, but go on. My, <laughs> my movies are all like, I don't think any of my movies beyond this point are, are from the, anything beyond 1990, just so you know, but keep continuing. <laughs> there, was, there was a point in my life where I wasn't able to go to the movie theaters uh, just due to um finances my parents i think we're only receiving a a one parent income and all that so whenever it came to like entertainment things like that like there there's just a gap in my life where i didn't go to the movies so now that i'm of age to like get my own tickets and whatnot i did go frequent to the theaters but it's like <laughs> yeah so um the reason i went with marvel's endgame is because I did not keep up with any of the movies, like the Hulk, Thor. So you go to see the movie called Endgame instead of seeing the other movies. Yeah, I, I didn't see the the ones before that, but I saw the finale. And let me tell you, I really wish that my friends would have recorded my reaction and then posted it on on YouTube because I was very animated when the movie was just unfolding because. I was, lost, confused? was I was going to say, was it because you were confused? Because it sounds like you would have been. I was so confused. I did not know what was going on. But I did feel like the, the plot was so... It, oh, man. You loved it, it? It had me intrigued. Wow. What, what a story. What a story. <laughs> so far, your items are quite unusual. You have a Vertigo. You have a movie from a franchise that you're not into, but you got into it. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. 
My, so, <laughs> the Marvel fans listening to this are going to hate me, but... I, it's okay. I hate Marvel movies. I'm not a fan of them at all, so they'll hate me more, so don't worry. At least you saw the movie. I never saw any of them. I tried to, and I couldn't get into it, so I think you win. Interesting, though. All right. My number uh, eight is a musical, and I have a bit of nostalgia for this movie. I haven't seen it probably in about ten years, but it is Little Shop of Horrors, the uh, one with Rick Moranis. Have you seen that movie? I have not. Okay, you need to you need to see more movies, more older movies. I need to see more newer movies. You need to see some of the older movies. So, are you familiar with the story of uh, Little Shop of Horrors? I'm not familiar with it. You're not? No. It's about a man-eating plant, and it's a musical, and it's also a Broadway show. But this is the movie adaptation of it. And do you know who Rick Moranis is? No, I do not. He, he's from uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, okay. Okay, he retired. Yeah, he retired from acting, and he sings, and he works in a plant shop. And his boss is also his adopted father, who treats him really badly. And he discovers this plant has a, a thirst for human flesh, so he tries to keep it satisfied. And eventually, it leads to dark things. But it has some fun songs. It's a fun movie, a little dark, but it's it's not really a horror movie. It's more of like a comedy horror, but good movie. Little Shop of Horrors. That is my number eight. All right, what is your number seven? Number seven is going to switch up the genres of the movie, but I really loved this one, The Intruder. I'm still waiting for you to name a movie I've seen, but go on. But I'll, You haven't seen any of mine either. Um, what so is with The Intruder? Intruder? Just a little synopsis. Um, this couple ends up buying this home for sale, but the man who was the previous owner his wife died in the house and he is just having a very difficult time letting it go to the ownership of someone else well it just so happens that this house is like on the outskirts of the city and the man was the previous owner was able to build like an underground labyrinth and so he was able to like really um like the movie says intrude on the couple, but he was also able to just, I guess, like keep an eye on the house while they were sleeping. It is really creepy and eerie, but the suspense is what had me. I love a suspenseful movie, so that's why I went with The Intruder for my number seven. Yeah, the only suspense I like is if I'm being chased by a dog, if it's going to catch me. I'm not into suspense. Not, not my kind of, uh, not my kind of movie. I don't think my joke, I think my joke kind of fell flat too. Um, all right, my my number, my number, uh, what are we up to? Six? Seven. Seven? seven? My number seven is a movie that I've seen probably about five times, and it's a weird movie, and that is Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Have you seen it? I have not. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> it's about, have you, do you know what it's about or no? I don't know what it's about. These two girls who are kind of like a little bit of losers. It's Lisa Kudrow. You know Lisa Kudrow, right? Yes, I do. And I, I want to say the other actress is Mira Sorvino, but I'm not sure. I could be wrong. And they're high school graduates who are going to the high school reunion. And they just they spent their whole life just hanging out and just like not working. And they're like very pathetic. But they so they go to the high school reunion and they decide to reinvent themselves. And one of them claims that she invented the post-it. And 
It has Janine Garofalo. I don't know if you know her, but I like her as an actress. And they one of them's in love with the prom king. And it's just like, it's like high school drama, but with adults. And it's like a very kind of quirky, silly movie. And it's one of my favorites. So I, I think you should check out Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Definitely Will you? On my list. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hunt you down to this and see if you actually watch these movies. I don't feel like you're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your number? We're up to six. What is your number six? My number six, I went with, and this is kind of a throwback, uh, Meet the Fockers. Okay, that movie I've seen, so I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Although you you reminded me of a movie that I should have put on my list, I didn't. But anyway, I thought you were going to say something more throwbackish. But uh, okay, so go on. Why why meet the Fockers? And why not meet the parents? <laughs> that movie was in, in, uh, filmed in 2004, and here we are in 2020. I'm, I mean 2021. I'm like yeah, I'm throwing it back. <laughs> it's not that far back. Not as far back as I'm throwing it. <laughs> um. So before that. Yeah, that was the year before my my parents divorced, but I remember it just seemed like every other Saturday evening, if there wasn't anything that we were doing as a family, we were always watching that movie, Meet the Fockers. And I think my mother really enjoyed the movie. My dad, my dad enjoyed it, but um, I don't know. I think that's one thing that my mom was always suggesting, like, oh, let's let's meet the Fockers, and she was like, I want my sons to see this this movie and whatnot and i just thought it was so interesting about like the extent that ben stiller's character goes on to like i guess trying to get the approval of his um father father-in-law and mother-in-law like the in-laws now let me ask you a question was that there's a sequel or there's two is that the first movie or isn't that the second movie or the third movie which one is that um, I think that's the sequel. Yeah, so why the, why the sequel? Why not the original? I was just impressed that, you know, Wasn't Barbara to Streisand in it? Huh? Wasn't Barbara Streisand in that movie? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. The and her hair was, like, very curly and poofy. I could be wrong. I did see that movie. I can't say it's particularly memorable, but I did see it. I don't have a bad. I don't have a bad memory. I remember it being funny, but I don't remember like wanting to watch it again. But that's a good choice, and I'm glad we finally have a movie that I've seen. I hope you've seen some of my other movies. I can say at least one of them you may have seen. But all right, my number six, and this is my last one that I switched around because I did a major switch. Like I said, is the Muppets, the Great Muppet Caper. I actually had a different Muppet movie and I changed it last minute, but. Have you ever seen the Muppet movies? I have. Have you seen the Great Muppet Caper? Not that one. So that one is my favorite because it's about Kermit the Frog and Fozzie and Gonzo go to England. And they're working for a newspaper and they're trying to get a scoop on a jewel thief, jewel heist. And the, a jewel is stolen and Miss Piggy is framed. And it just has a lot of silly scenes I've probably seen that movie about 10, 15, maybe even 20 times. It's probably one of my favorite. I think it is my favorite Muppet movie. Muppets Take Manhattan was on my list, but I crossed it off because I realized I like Caper better. But they're all good. Which Muppet movie have you seen and which is your favorite? Um, the one that I re- I don't know the title, but I remember the Muppets are kind of like pirates out at sea. Oh, Muppet Treasure Island? Yes, that's the oh, one I come remember. On. It's like one of the worst ones. 
<laughs> I think we have that on VHS. Yeah, I think you need to have one day. We're gonna have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit down with you if we get to hang out, and I'm gonna. We're gonna have a Muppets movie viewing, and we're gonna watch all the Muppet movies, <laughs> all the good ones. Yeah, um, that's. But no, I, I mean, I. I think it's. I, I think it's good that you've seen a Muppet movie. You only seen that one. That's the one that I can remember. What about the Muppet Christmas Carol? I don't like that one, but that, that's a popular one. I don't remember seeing that one. There's about seven or eight of them. There's some bad ones, but yeah, the Muppet Great Muppet Caper, Muppet Take Manhattan, the Muppets, and the Muppet Movie are all probably the best ones. All right, what is your number? We're up to number five, right? We're on number six. No, I'm sorry. Yes, we're number five. What is your number five? The top half of your best movies, guilty pleasure <laughs> movies. I what went is it? with um, the Divergent series. Okay, I read the books. Why the why the diver and but no I don't think you I think you're cheating a little bit because you only could pick one movie from the series I didn't pick all I didn't oh. say all the Muppet movies Why don't we just say Divergent <laughs> Um okay so I would say which is the third one not Insurgent the other one Convergent Convergent yeah Resur- Resurgence I'm just making this up I don't know if that's the real name Oh because I know it's a, it's a Divergent it's Insurgent and then something else. Anyway, so what do you like about the series? So this is interesting, and I've noticed this habit. It's not a habit that I developed intentionally. It's just something that happened, you know, with the whole I wasn't able to go to the movie theaters due to, like, no income on my parents. But so, like, that movie, the third one in particular, was kind of like a a game changer in my life because that's when I was able to, like, go and afford tickets so i saw the third one first and then i just went backwards and i'm like i don't know why we do this because it's like the same with endgame i saw endgame and i'm like okay maybe i just should work backwards but i really liked the the third one just because i feel like if society were to be categorized into factions like they say i wonder how much chaos would erupt and i feel like sometimes people do their best to categorize humans but in reality i don't believe that humans should be categorizing which is kind of like the theme of the movies and that's what they kind of end the movie saying that humans don't need to be categorized I, I hate to say it, but I'm not a huge fan of movies based on books i'd rather read the book so like if i choose like Harry Potter versus Harry Potter movies, I'm going to pick the book. Same thing with Hunger Games versus the book. And same thing with Divergent, although I didn't care for the book much. But if I didn't care for the book, I'm definitely not seeing the movie. But <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I understand, though. I respect your choice. I think it's a good choice. Uh, so my number five, I just switched again because I'm, I don't know why. I mean, I think I made this in the brush. My number five is a movie that is not very popular, it's not very widely available. And in fact, I might be throwing it out soon because the DVD has been on like my bedroom floor for like two years and I just have the case. And it's probably very dirty, so it's not going to work anymore. TMI. So the movie is, and if you have, if you've seen this movie, I'll be in shock. I'll probably fall out of my recliner. You haven't seen this movie. It's called the worst witch. I have not have seen you? that movie. It's a very bad movie from the eighties. I think it was a TV movie originally and it has Charlotte Ray 
I don't know if you know her from she was Mrs. Garrett on the Facts of Life. She passed away, rest in peace, like two years ago. Do you know who that is? No, I do not. <laughs> okay. It has Tim Curry. You know Tim Curry? Familiar. You're familiar? Yeah, that he was in, yeah, so it's about a, a little witch who's in goes to a magic school and she is trying to do well in her class and she's like the worst witch. That's why it's called the worst witch. She can't cast spells. When everyone gets a kitten, she gets like the wrong color cat. Everyone gets black cats and she gets a tabby. And she's trying to like impress her teachers and she keeps failing. And then she uncovers a plot against the school and she tries to save the school. It's a kid's movie, and it has some of the worst dubbing I've ever seen. I remember I invited my friend Eric over, like, when I was probably in my early 20s, and I made him sit through it. He was like, that was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, didn't you love it? it? It's bad, but it's so bad it's good, and it has some very catchy music, and Tim Curry is amazing in the movie. So I don't know how available it is, but you can try to watch it on YouTube. I'm sure it's on YouTube, but it's very early 80s, and it's not good animation at all. Like, it's not animated, but... It has some animated features. Very bad. Very bad, like, special effects. So, but I love it. All right, what is your number four? Uh, my number four, I went with Transformers Age of Extinction. Okay. I, I know that we're now transitioning into, I guess, like, the sci-fi genre. Um, so that's your fourth favorite movie of all time. <laughs> I, I did end up seeing the Transformers... Um, series out of order just you know that's how my life was but in this movie in particular it what struck out to me is whenever optimus prime is fighting the legendary warriors and they don't shape shift into vehicles they shape shift into dinosaurs but it's just the way that he goes about taming them because to me i would consider optimus prime a powerhouse of an individual and that is my goal in life. It's just to be a powerhouse in whatever I do. But I feel the difference between Optimus Prime and I is he's a very charismatic leader. And I was just impressed at the way he was able to win the battle against these legendary warriors and then also have them join his side. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, that is like a true powerhouse. Yeah, I've never seen that movie, and I don't think I'd ever watch it unless they're trying to really impress somebody. <laughs> like, kiss up to them, be like, I'll watch that movie, sure. But I don't think I'd see it voluntarily. You'd probably have to pay me. Not my kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, so my number four... We're up to four, right? Yeah. My number four is a series of movies, but I'm picking the first one, and it is a movie I've seen in the theaters. I've seen all three of them in the theaters. And that is Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. Please tell me you've seen it. I heard of Austin Powers, but growing up, my mother was against Austin Powers and anything that was associated with him. So we Why? did not watch those movies. Well, you're, you're older now. You can watch them in your own free will, and I highly recommend it. Austin Powers is a very silly movie, and I was obsessed with it, especially during Austin Powers 2. And I don't think anyone listening to this election was there, but I had an Austin Powers 2 premiere party, and I invited a very ragtag group of friends, and I called it Shagfest. And we met, and we went to dinner, and then we went to a movie theater, and there was just some very strange people who came with me. But I remember it being a lot of fun. I remember I loved that movie. 
I was very upset. There was no Austin Powers 4. I kept looking on Wikipedia. I still check sometimes on occasion to see if they're making an Austin Powers 4, but they're not. And Mike Miles looks pretty bad right now, so I don't think he's going to. But fun movies. You should really see it, Nikki, because you're missing out. They're funny. If you like silly humor, they're really, really good. Very quotable stuff, too. All right. What is your number three? With my number three, um, you'll probably be impressed with this one. I chose Grease. Okay. That's, I have to be honest with you. That's probably my favorite choice you've made so far. And I, <laughs> honestly, I'll be honest with you. That almost made my list. I was close to putting it on there. So why Grease? I mean, I could tell you why, but why Grease? I went with Grease just because my parents went to... They were in high school in the mid-80s, and I know that Greece is, is before that, but I take a look back at, like, the decades and just to see what life would have been like living in that. Because I wouldn't mind living in the 60s, the 70s, or even the 80s, but me being a, a 90s baby, I, I would say I definitely missed out on some good decades because I hear, like, the 80s was just the prime decade. Like, there will be no decade that will compare to that. The 80s were rad. Um, but I do see like, some of the, the trends coming back, like the high-top converse, the skinny jeans, um, things These like that. These people don't know what it's like. They didn't live through it. It wasn't that yeah. exciting, honestly. But yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very good choice. It did make my list, but I think that I definitely I stand behind that. I'm actually changing my list again. Uh, my, number, my number three is going to become my number two, so my number two is becoming my number three. My number three is a movie I would almost bet you've never seen. It is not a good movie. It did not do well in the box office. It is not a commercial success at all. But I've seen it probably about nine or ten times, and it's a holiday movie. And the movie is Mixed Nuts. Have you heard of it? I have not heard of it. Mixed Nuts stars Steve Martin. You know Steve Martin? Yes. He plays a man who works for a suicide hotline on Christmas Eve. And... He deals with suicidal clients, and it stars Tom Hanks' wife, Rita Wilson, who plays his love interest. It also play, has an actress named Madeline Kahn, who died, and it has a very young Adam Sandler, who falls in, he, he sings really stupid songs like he did on Saturday Night Live, and he falls in love with the actor Liv Schreiber, who is a cross-dresser in the movie. So it's a very interesting movie. And it also has Juliet Lewis, who, like I said earlier, from Gilbert Grape, I love her. It's just a very, very odd movie, extremely, extremely quirky. And I could see why it didn't do well in the box office, but for some reason, I love it. And I can't explain why I love it. But it's a interesting holiday movie. I think you should try to check it out and tell me what you think about it. You'll definitely have to, like, email me these videos, and then I'll put them on my checklist, and I'll update you and be like, yes, I did see this one. Well, I'm going to quiz Here's you. My- I'm going to ask you, be like, what movies have you seen this month? But you can you could save this one for the holidays. But this was my number two, but now it's my number three because my number th- two deserves to be my number two. What is your number two? Two. Um, this is a sentimental movie for me just because of like the the illness that the movie talks about. It is the fault in our stars, and I know it's a like chick flick. It's Nobody was like, oh, my Because, like, some people that I'll, I'll tell that to, I'm like, oh, I really like that movie. They'll just be like, really, that movie? But I feel like if you don't have a family member who has gone through cancer yeah, and you don't know what it's like to have a marriage 
broken from or a marriage stopped because somebody developed cancer i don't feel like it's relatable but one thing that i do appreciate about the movie is it's not a fairy tale and i'm glad that it's not because it's more reality we do have individuals who have mates that suffer from all types of cancer yeah and we don't know if they're going to make it or not so i really am glad that they highlighted that can you ask a question can you get someone to ask you right now um go for it <laughs> have you read the book i have not but i would definitely read the book as well as like the divergent books as well this kind of goes back into my whole like i'm not going to see the movie because i like the book so much the book was very good so i highly highly recommend you read the book and in fact i recommend you read the book before you see a movie anytime you see a movie that's based on a book because it'll give you an interesting perspective or at least read it after you've seen the movie but <laughs> yeah i can stand behind your choice i think that's a good choice i'm sure if it's anything like the book the movie is probably very good. I never saw it, but it's an interesting choice. So my number two is a movie I've seen, I would say, 25, 30 times, which is a lot. Uh, I've watched it. I think I watched it in the last two or three months. And it is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Please tell me you've seen it. Um, I've seen the one with... Don't say Johnny Depp. Yes, yes. Okay, well, mine is the Gene Wilder one. I have seen the Johnny Depp one, and I'm not a hater of it. I do like it. I think it has its own charms, but if I have the choice, it'll 100% be Gene Wilder all the time. It's a great movie, great songs, stupid jokes, jokes that I didn't get as a kid, I get now as an adult, and it's just a fun movie, and I like every single minute of it. There's nothing about it I don't like, and it's just very entertaining. It's heartwarming. It's also silly, and his sarcasm is just amazing. Johnny Depp is a different kind of Willy Wonka. So if you haven't seen the Gene Wilder one, you're doing yourself a disservice. You need to watch it. I'm going to send you a list after this. Some of my movies, you can, you can skip the worst witch if you want, but the other ones you should probably see. All right. I am, I am on my edge of my seat to find out your number one. I'm also a little scared, but I'm very curious to see what is your, what is your number one guilty pleasure slash best movie of all time? Um, I'm going with this movie and you'll probably be like, well, why <laughs> Adrift? Have you seen the movie? I never even heard of it, but I probably have. Tell me about this. Do you know, um, Shane Lee Woody? Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. So the same girl that plays, uh, the cancer girl in the fault in our stars, it's the same girl. Oh, and I mean, she's also in Divergent. So maybe, maybe I have a woman crush on her. Maybe that's why I picked these movies. Maybe. <laughs> but so Adrift basically is a story of, of this girl who finds the love of her life. They sell out and they end up getting caught in a very, very horrible um, storm. Well, they she become adrift. Losing... Huh? They become adrift. Yeah, she ends up losing the... Um, she ends up losing her man in the storm and like Titanic. The, huh? Like Titanic. Like yes, like Titanic. And at the end it shows how how um she lost the love of her life. And I feel like it was just seeing that movie at that point in my life, I think it came out in twenty eighteen. I was going on my sixth year of being single. There was somebody that I had an interest in, but um nowadays people just want to play games and uh 
try to use you for for what they can and then whenever they're done with you they'll they'll just drop you so and um before all of that happened i just real i thought like man here i am being single for six years what if this happens to me what if i find the love of my life and then it just is all lost in a matter of seconds due to a natural occurrence such as a storm or something like that and i'm like i know that's that that's depressing well you know what they say it's better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all and and that's kind of um what the movie goes on to saying um there's there's something similar to what the actress says i'm, I'm not going to tell you just in case you watch it i don't know <laughs> I'll, I'll i maybe i'll watch it i'll, I'll try to watch your number one movie this conversation has definitely taken a dark turn. <laughs> I'm getting yeah, a little yeah. sad. I'll be honest with you. I'm getting a little sad. <laughs> I, I just, like I said, I really appreciate the movie because it, it does put a lot of things into perspective. About no, life. that's a, that's that's, that's a very it's a very personal story you shared, and it's that's very sweet. Mine is not personal. Mine is just okay. I'm gonna give you a hint about my movie. Let's see if you can get it. I hope you have get get these references. We'll see how cultured you are. My number one movie. Here's the hint. Okay, it is a science fiction double feature. That's the hint. Ooh. <laughs> um, oh God, I don't know. <laughs> do you want me to give you? Do you want me to give you a synopsis? Let's see if we can get it from the synopsis. Yeah, give me a synopsis. Okay, a young couple who just got married. No, actually, that's a lie. A young couple who just got engaged go on a road trip, and their car breaks down, and they go to a mansion where there's a bunch of strange people having a party. And they come in contact with a group of very odd, odd people, including the leader of their home, who is named Dr. Frankenfurter. Adam's family? Oh, I'm not um, very cultured. <laughs> I mean, I'm not cultured either, but <laughs> you, we have different tastes. Okay, so my movie, my number one movie is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, I would have never guessed that. You, you've never seen it? No. Okay, so Rocky Horror Picture Show is a movie from the 70s. I believe it was 75, but I feel like it might be earlier. And it stars Tim Curry, who I referenced earlier. Susan Sarandon, who you probably know, right? The singer nope. meat, Lo- the singer meat loaf. You know, the singer meat loaf. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, it's a very strange movie. It was a box office failure, and now it's a cult classic. And they they show it live, and you can see it in um like I go to a theater during Halloween, and people act out the movie as they watch it, and they yell stuff at the, the screens. If you've never heard this, you need to look it up and. It's my favorite movie, probably, and I've seen it, I can't even count how many times, but I've at one point I've watched it every Halloween, because it's just, it's a musical, by the way. So, very catchy songs, very disturbing plot, very bad, very, very bad, not well-aged uh, uh, special effects, but an excellent movie. So, I think you need to see Rocky Horror Picture Show, just to see your reaction. I'd be curious to see what your reaction is to the movie. It's a good movie. So... Yeah, that was my number one. So this was a very interesting episode because the people who listen to this will see we have 100% different taste and we have zero overlap. But movies are like that. And 
this was a very vague topic, and it seems like we both haven't heard of a lot of each other's movies, which I found interesting. Except for Greece, for Greece, Greece was a great. Greece is my favorite choice of yours. You've heard of a couple of mine. I mean, uh, you knew Austin Powers. You didn't have much good things to say about it, but you have heard of Austin Powers. <laughs> I would be willing to give Austin Powers a shot. I mean, now that I'm an adult. I'm gonna sign you. I'm gonna give you a movie a month to watch, and we'll start at my number ten, and we'll work our way down. And I'll just, I'll just get ask you if you've seen it. I'm sure you have. Do you have Netflix and or Hulu? I, I don't have Netflix. I don't have Hulu. Um, well, you can you can I, probably watch it on YouTube, and it's probably broken up into fifteen segments, but that's one way of watching it. <laughs> I'm sure there are ways, but yeah, that was a fun episode. I enjoyed recording with you, Nikki, and I will have to ask you back maybe another 10, 15 episodes. And I'm excited because next week is my episode 20 and I'm excited to have made it to episode 20 because in my, in the past, my podcast have never made it past episode seven. So I've already gone beyond that. So yes. Thank you so much again. Thank you for having me back. It was an absolute pleasure. And I hope everyone tunes in next week.